Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations on this wonderful Valentine's Day. We hope that you've all had uh, a measure of love for yourself and others today, and we're just happy that you're here with us this evening. We have two guests tonight. Kelly Fox is not feeling well, so our guest Kelly Lloyd is here, and our good friend Trish March, who is with us every month, is stepping in uh, for Kelly. So thank you, Trish. I want to welcome you as the co-host this evening. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here, and I can't wait to talk to Kelly Lloyd. Yes, and Kelly Lloyd, we are so pleased to have you with us tonight, and we'd like for you to tell our guest, our audience a little bit about yourself and who it is you serve, and uh, then we'll get into the topic of being accountable. So we'll just let you have the floor for, for a little bit and tell us about yourself. Oh, thank you. So my uh, focus is on micro-businesses and small businesses, um, particularly women, but not exclusively. And my goal is to teach them how to be the informed CEO of their own businesses. If you think about it, each and every one of us who owns their own small business is the CEO um, and A lot of times we don't think of it that way. So my goal is to help you have recurring, predictable income month after month and to be able to streamline your operations in such a way that it just helps you uh, have ease in your business. Awesome. I think all of us can relate to that, whether we have one employee or many employees but we're still the chief operating officer right of our of our own uh our own business even if it's a solo business correct that is absolutely correct and i will say that a lot of uh people they are really really good at their core competency but they've never been taught how to run a business just a Mm. whole different skill set and And that's where um, a lot of anxiety can happen. Yeah, I can, I can see that for sure. So let's, let's talk a little bit about accountability tonight. We're talking about how being accountable uh, raises or builds confidence. Um, How do you see that, that aspect of building a business? What, where does accountability come in with the work that you do or just in your own business? I think that everyone would like to believe that they're accountable. I mean, that's a, that is what we all strive for. Um, but a lot of times when you have lots and lots of hats that you wear, a lot of responsibilities, um, you can start to feel pushed and squeezed. And some of that accountability, uh, despite your best intentions, things may slip and Mm -hmm. then that creates a, um, if you don't face it, 
immediately or, you know, you, you start to feel fear, rejection, anxiety. Uh, you're not living up to your own expectations, much less those of your clients or your vendors. And, and it can self-perpetuate. So mm-hmm. accountability is huge, both in understanding uh, what that means to you, to your clients, and your, to your vendors, but then also setting up systems and a practice that allows you to remain accountable without slipping. And mm-hmm. the second part I'd like to say is sometimes things happen and slips might not always be directly uh, related to something that you did, but it might be, for instance, in today's world, supply chain issues, things like that. Mm-hmm. And being able to to uh, have the confidence to directly face those things and be accountable, um, immediately go to the people that might be affected, can often mean uh, the difference between whether your business thrives or fails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great of, thing. Uh, Sorry. Go ahead, Terry. No, go ahead, Trish. No, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I, I love the business that you have. And I think that one of the things that is mo- is most prominent in entrepreneurs is that you don't know what you don't know. And so it's wonderful to have somebody like yourself, Kelly, who will guide, you know, CEOs and, uh, you know, COOs, you know, through the process and help them understand what needs to happen so that they can in turn be accountable for those things. <laughs> Cause I think the biggest mm-hmm. gap, as you said, is that, you know, people kind of have their niche or niche, whichever way you want to say that. And they're really good at what they, what they can do, right. They're really good at coaching or they're really good at, you know, fitness or whatever the, their niche is. But, you know, if they don't know the business part, you know, it's hard to be accountable to that if you don't know the general rules and the structure and, how you want to set yourself up. So I love that you have this business supporting entrepreneurs. So that's, I think oh, that's thank in you. general, you're, you're building the accountability structure, which I think is, mm-hmm. is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I think that once you, you know, if you don't know, you know, you don't know what you don't know, like that can lend itself to not being confident, right? Because you have no idea what you're doing and you're, you may be going into this and just kind of feeling your way as you go along, which for a lot of us can make us feel like we don't know what we're doing and it, it can really start to subtract from our confidence level. And, you know, having the structure in place that when you work with these entrepreneurs or these businesses, um, you know, and helps them be accountable. I think that's, that's really the gist of this, right? Like helping them see what needs to happen and sticking to their plan so that they can build confidence and as their business is successful. Right. So, yeah, I, I think, think that you're that, like on the perfect week. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Exactly. And, and I just um, in my own my own experience of of you know being accountable to a business. I mean, I was an educator for 40 years. There was a system, there was a structure, there was, you know, everything in place that I could feel confident in in my work because I knew what I, I knew what I needed to do. And then starting my own business, it, there was this real fear of failure and uh and it really was the fear because I didn't understand what I needed to do. And so I was accountable in terms of, of my education 
I was accountable that I got good training. I was accountable to how I how I uh, interacted with my clients. But when it came to setting up a structure of business, because I didn't know how to do that, I began to lose my confidence. And so having someone, uh, one of the things we talk about in Fearless Living, that you can't be fearless alone, and knowing what you need to ask for is so important. And that's why having a business coach, someone like you that understands how to set up a business, how to, to be accountable to a structure, uh, then can build your, your confidence as well. So it's such an important component for a business owner to to have that plan to understand how to execute the financial, uh, you know, component, the structure, uh, the the accountability of keeping records and knowing how how much you're making, what was this month like, what was that month like, all the things that you can learn from a business coach that would assist you. So being a a life coach or a, a, you know, a a leadership coach as, as I am, I don't have the skills and strategies to do what you do. So that again is a good example of in order to be successful, you have to ask, for and seek the things that you need to support what you know, you know, because then then you're not, you can be fearless. You can have confidence because you can't do it alone. And so that's, uh, I think that's such an important component of building a business and building, you know, whatever relationships that you want to build as well. So it's, uh, it just, to me, it's the synergy of bringing people together that want to support one another. And that's exactly what we want to do on this, on our blog talk show is to bring coaches and uh, other people that can support our, our listeners in, uh, in just exactly what they need to be successful so they can be confident and be accountable. I think so that's what both I was of thinking. you brought up something <laughs> that um, when you have confidence in your core competency, in your case, education, you don't have imposter syndrome about that. But if you are, mm-hmm. if your confidence is undermined because you're feeling like you don't have the systems in place or you don't I'm have your bookkeeping you. or your financial house in order, that contributes to imposter syndrome. And it makes you feel less confident even mm. in the things that you know you master, but you feel like you're... Uh, you, you're not the master of everything. Therefore, how can you teach somebody else? How can you, you know, uh, mm-hmm. be there to support somebody else in their journey? So, yeah, I think that's a, a very important point. So, Kelly, do you have tools or processes in place where you um – you know, help your clients be accountable? Are there certain the things that you first, do in your processes? Um, yeah, there are a few different things that I do, and it really depends on the need of the client. This is definitely not a one-size-fits-all process. So the very first thing that we have to figure out is what the client's goals are um, for their business, and that seems somewhat 
easy. And oftentimes when we dig deeper, we find out, okay, because to me, goals are not just, um, I want to make, you know, a million dollars by the time I'm 45. Um, it's really about, I want to retire. I want to have a certain type of lifestyle. I want to only work X number of hours per week. Um, my child has college coming up, so I'm going to have costs involved in that, those sorts of things. So it's really understanding what those uh, goals might be and, you know, do you want to take vacations? Do you want to do that every year? That kind of thing. And then from that, uh, we work on financial goals, pricing, um, what kind of, 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 sorry, what kind of packages you might offer in your business, those sorts of things. Just working through the whole process of what does this business look like. And if you're a yoga teacher and you're like, but I just want to teach yoga, <laughs> it can be a little bit, you know, wait, it can be a little uh, overwhelming, but it's not meant to be and we don't treat it like that but really trying to get a good idea of what it is you want from your business what your uh what your goals are so once we've set that up then we can start to figure out what processes uh what programs what other things you need to be able to support that vision and then i think the most important part is to understand that even though you should have the same sorts of information and the same sorts of tools that some of the places I used to um, advise and work might have, major corporations or governments, things like that. You don't need the same tools. You need something that's geared towards your uh, smaller business where you are wearing many hats. You want to be able to look at your numbers and not pour over 15 uh, reports and charts because quite frankly, even though you are the CEO, you are also the head cook and bottle washer. You're also <laughs> the uh, maintenance yeah. person. You are, you know, you do uh, many, many different tasks. You're probably your own sales force and um, you may be your own marketing department. So you do not have time or the luxury of spending a lot of, uh, a lot of your time looking at your financials. You need to have that information at your fingertips. And so we, we treat it differently. We want you to have the same kind of information so you can make good decisions. You know if you're on track or not, but it has to be created for your needs. I think that's that's yeah. amazing um, to be able to work with so many different kinds of clients and really come up with a structure that will suit them, um, and that's important. You know, there's the I think that the coaches have a definitely have certain needs, like Terry and I would have certain needs for what needs to happen, and then other small business er, small businesses would require a lot of other things. Um, do you ever, I guess, from a um, you know, like a personal responsibility perspective, you were saying how, you know, that 
sometimes when you're uh, you're wearing many hats, right? Like you don't have a ton of time to spend on different pieces. Do you have a way that you um, kind of advise people where you where you would think that they would they should spend the most, or where where it would be wise to spend the most amount of time to really build their business? It, that's also going to depend to depend on personal goals, um, but for the most part, if you're a beginning business just starting out, probably somewhere between fifty and eighty percent of your time needs to be on money making activities, which most of the time is focused on sales um, and networking and marketing efforts. And so that would, as as I said, it depends on an, it's individual and it depends where you are on your journey because you may get more and more referral business over time, which that means you have the luxury of adjusting some of those numbers. And um, I would say that if you think about that and you think, well, I'm spending 50 to 80% of my time on sales, that means these other things aren't getting my time and attention. And that's true. Um, So then we have to compensate that for that by automating certain processes, um, delegating if we can, doing different things like that. Great. Yeah, I think it's just really um, one of the things you mentioned before that I kind of picked up on was, expectations and that's one of the things we really focus on in fearless living is to help people recognize that expectations just bring frustration overwhelm and beating yourself up and so i'm i would think that one of the things we do in our coaching and i i just would be interested or curious to know how you approach that is to help people rather than have expectations to have intentions uh, where they're going to practice uh, learning a new skill set where they're going to practice so that they they don't beat themselves up. They see that it's a process. And so when you're coaching someone through working with them through their business, how do you help them to eliminate those expectations and focus on productive uh, intentions that bring them confidence, which would be a part of accountability? Is there a way that you you help them to do that so that they aren't in that, you know, that uh, realm of expectation where they, uh, if they don't meet those expectations, they feel like a failure or they feel frustrated or they feel like giving up. So do you have experiences around helping people cope with that in order to be more, um, build more confidence and in, in that be more accountable? Uh, absolutely. And I want to say that this is one of the, the precepts of fearless living that I absolutely applaud. It's so liberating. Um, mm-hmm. We do need to have goals. We need to know what path we're on. Um, I noted your guest last week ta- quoted Alice in Wonderland in one of my favorite passages. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> which is paraphrasing, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. Um, <laughs> the chest <and> iron cat. <laughs> exactly. So 
what we want to do um, is understand the path that we're on, but stand that that path is not a straight path, and it does have a lot of uh, boulders and potholes and all kinds of things mm-hmm. which are exacerbated by the fact that we are one-man bands um, and trying to do many other things. And oftentimes, many of those things have nothing to do with the business, but they have to do with life, like taking care of elderly parents or taking care of uh, school-aged children or a an international pandemic that completely throws everything off. And those sorts of things are not necessarily things that we can control. Um, so I'm a big proponent of, number one, not um, beating yourself up does none, no one any good. And I think that one has to give oneself grace. Um, mm-hmm. I think that we also very much focus on process and not on the results because you can't always control the results of anything that you do. What you can control is the process that you, that you uh, undertake. So, for instance, that might mean making 10 phone calls a day, and that could be your, um, your action step, we'll call it. Now, if you don't make um, 10 phone calls in a day, you haven't failed. (laughs) That's not what happens. But what you do need to do, and one day means nothing. It's like one day uh, of binge eating uh, and you're off of your weight loss program. You know, it feels like you blew it, but you didn't. And you can absolutely start again the next hour, the next day, the next week, and, you know, nothing is harmed. But the same thing is true in business. Um, But what we do, sorry, I'm a little long-winded here. What we do is you set your goal, you know, your your action step of taking, uh, making 10 phone calls a day. And if you don't, meet that goal um, or that action step, and you maybe don't do it two or three days in a row, look at what derailed you. Did you derail yourself or was it things that were outside your control? What, what, what was it that interfered with that process? Is 10 just not the right number for you? Um, so there are all these different things to consider. And we also look at in this particular case, uh, 10 calls a day is actually 50 a week. So if you make no calls on one day and 20 the next, and, you know, however you work it out, the result is still the same. But the idea is yeah. that that you uh, give yourself grace, you understand what interfered with your plan, you make a course correction, you perhaps have a more realistic goal or a more realistic action step if necessary and then you just keep moving forward and then part of that process is also having accountability in the form um, 
I have very small, I'll call it exclusive, mastermind groups where you work with what I call your board of advisors, like a, a corporation has a, a board of directors, you have a board of advisors. And it's just a group of other women, as I said, very small. And you get together each week, talk about your successes, talk about your challenges, and then work together to try and figure out how to uh, manage them, overcome them. This is, these are supportive groups. These are supportive women. These are not women who say, well, last week you said you're going to do this and you haven't done it. You know, what's the deal? Uh, but they also can, can point out if you are dithering <laughs> that maybe uh-huh. uh, the goal that you've created is one that you're avoiding. You know, they can give you accountability, basically. Right, right. That's yeah. what I was going to say. It yeah. sounds like an accountability group. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great. <yeah>. It does. <laughs> well, so you know, I, I it's already. Terry, we, go ahead. We, we're just going to need to close the, up in a few minutes. Yeah, I was going to say the one thing I wanted to add to that is I, I think a lot of that process is very similar to what we set with intentions and stretch, risk, or mm-hmm. die, looking like how how uh, how much fear or how much um, how scary tasks are to to do. Sometimes that weighs in on whether whether you're going to make the calls or not either, <laughs> uh, or as well. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to yeah. say is this is a tool that's just, you know, it's one of Terry's and my favorite is we do these three daily practices where we practice compassion with ourselves. We're definitely honest with ourselves with, with that compassion in mind, right, so that we're not beating ourselves up. We're just willing to say, like, well, I – you know, I was going to do 10 calls today, and I didn't get those done because this came up or because I ch- I'm going to do more later or, you know, just being honest with yourself about the whole, you know, why you why it worked or didn't work. So I think that falls in line with what you're doing as well. And then sometimes I think personal responsibility plays into those scenarios. Like sometimes we take on too much that isn't ne- necessarily ours or maybe we're just not good at it. And sometimes it's, a good opportunity to really look at what needs to happen and say, is this something I'm good at or that I have time for? Do I need to ask for help? Do I need to mm-hmm. find a professional that could help me too? So I think that's a, a nice uh, kind of addition to that process. It's something that we practice in Fearless Living is these three daily practices because really being compassionate with yourself, you know, people don't, that's not always a normal thing. You called it grace. Kelly, you know, we, we call it compassion, yes. Same, you know, very similar and just being gentle with yourself and being willing to look at what's happening and seeing your innocence in, in, in a scenario and speaking kindly and gently to yourself, <laughs> I think it can be yeah. a life changing, um, change in your process that can really support you in moving forward and building confidence. Yeah. Oh, Cause you're not beating yourself up all the way. time. Yeah, yeah build confidence. And Kelly, we're we're almost out of time, and I want to be sure that our listeners know how to get a hold of you. So, how can they get a hold of you um, to maybe be able to access some of your services to help them with their businesses? Uh, probably the best way to connect in the, is to co- uh, contact me on Facebook, and my. Um, 
Facebook group is, sorry, <laughs> I'm unprepared. <laughs> uh, give me just a moment. My Facebook group is um, Informed Business Builders Community. And the, okay. the way that you get there is you, um, you go to Facebook and type in Informed Business Builders, and that will get you there. And okay, there, great. I have and you can all put kinds that... of articles and things like that. Interviews with um, I've interviewed Kelly a couple of times, Kelly Fox, um, uh-huh. and you'll see lots of interviews with lots of um, movers and shakers in the business world. And I think there's something to be gained from every single one of those. And plus, I've posted articles and things like that as well. So good, and if you and can put that on our Facebook me. page too, yeah, you can put that on our yeah. Facebook page as well. Make it easy for people, and then you you can put all the different information on there. Perfect. We just want to thank you so much. I mean, this has been really helpful, hasn't it, Trish? Just really been helpful um, to us as as business women, and I'm sure to many of our our um, listeners. And we want you to know you can contact us uh, at fearlessgenerations.org. And we want to remind everyone that the 12 Steps of Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of uh, Fearless Living. And at fearlessliving.org, you can also find out uh, anything you want to about Fearless Living. But we always run out of time. Thank you, Trish, for uh, stepping in tonight, for Kelly. And I really always appreciate you. You're one of our, our, our besties, for sure. And uh, well, Kelly, thank you, thank I love you being so here. much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kelly, for joining us tonight. And uh, we just it want is. everyone to go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say it's been a real, real pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, absolutely. And uh, we just look forward to continuing our relationship through our, our Fearless uh, Generations every Monday night, 9 o'clock Pacific. And we want you to all go forward and be fearless. And thank you both again so much. And good night. Thank you. Good night. Be fearless.